Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. It's that time again for guys of a certain age. In this case, you've got two guys, Robbie Koblenz in studio with Art Shirley. And Jay Reed is on assignment. We hope he will join us later as we get into the body of the program. But, uh, you know, anyway, so we've cut down our contagion pool by a third. That's right. And we are practicing safe social distancing. I don't have a tape measure, but we're going to, I think we're about about six six feet feet apart. Yeah, just as long as you lie, saw the mic when you're done. So how how are you doing, Art? Doing okay. Doing okay. How about you? Fairly well. How's the self, the quarantine? No, you're essential. Yeah, I'm essential. Yeah. So I'm uh, still going to work every day. So yeah. I, I got a um, got an email from one of our suppliers who said uh, it's a it's Steel Dynamics and like we are designated as an essential company and you provide vital services so you are essential as well. Oh wow! Now you're essential. Now I'm listening. essential. Yeah. 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 Last week we didn't we didn't consider you essential, but now you are. Now we are, and gotcha. we bumped off one person from the podcast, so I'm even more essential. I That's guess, right. This week. That's right. Otherwise, it'd be the Art Shirley show. Yeah, the equipment's all yours too. So it's yeah, uh, yeah. yeah anyway. it's it's stuff we cobbled together. So. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, uh, I started to, like I said, we have people, you know, working from home that, that can. And, uh, so I'm, I'm going in to try to help facilitate that, but, uh, there's a handful of us still coming in. I started to make a bracket, like a March madness bracket <laughs> and see who was going to be the final four left in the building that was still coming in. Uh, you know, as we, as we all find ways to work from home, cause more and more people are doing that. And that's, that's probably for best. And it's a 25 minute drive for you. Yeah. So you yeah. would think you could be able to work from home. So, but. and I could, I had, uh, uh, actually had uh, a problem with the, a website, the church website that I, I managed to crash last night before I left and came home and realized that uh, my setup at home is not nearly what it needs to be. So I ended up coming back to work to get that fixed and I'll be spending the weekend making sure I'm home ready. Wow. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. So cool beans, man. Well, let's launch into uh, geeks of the week. What, uh, what you got on tap? Okay. What I have, uh, is uh, something that I've always wanted to do. I, I've talked to you about this before. Uh, it's something I've, I've wanted to do probably for 15 years and just haven't been able to find a way to do it or find the time to do it or make the time to do it probably more realistically. Uh, it's a 3D movie. I wanted to use a, a software like Poser or Daz 3D to make a 3D movie, basically. Uh, Poser. Yeah, Poser is uh, probably when I, that dream first uh, came alive. Daz 3D, which is a free software. You end up buying the models and you know spend thousands of dollars on that kind of stuff. It's great stuff, fun stuff. Uh, and, and basically what I wanted to do was take one of my comic book stories or maybe a smaller story and do a 3D movie version of that. Well, I've seen things online from time to time where people have done that, you know, and the quality is is kind of at best a, a previous type of look as opposed to any type of real finished uh, special effects kind of thing. But I found one on YouTube the other night uh, by a guy who uh, is... Uh, YouTube name is Darth Angelus, and that's A-N-G-E-L-U-S, and Darth, spelled as you would normally spell it if you were a listener to this podcast. Um, And he is adapting Heir to the Empire in this format. He's using Real Illusions iClone to do it, and he's got four chapters up already, and it's really cool to watch. I think what he's doing, I'm not sure who his actors are. He talks about writing the script for the episode. They're probably maybe 10 minutes long, if that uh, and then uh, he will send them out to these voice actors to do. The first one I watched was, was like I said, fairly primitive. But as the software has evolved, uh, his his characters look a little bit more real. I mean, they've really gotten to be, uh, you know, 
much more realistic looking. And iClone uses a game rendering engine, so it renders much more quickly than, uh, say, some of these that you're you're doing a final render out of, you know, like I said, Daz 3D or whatever. But you know, Cinemax, uh, Cinemax, wow. Cinema 3D. Yeah, yeah we, don't get, we don't want to get into the Cinemax rendering, uh, but render. You know, some of those that, that require a lot of processing. I'm mean, not that they don't require a good graphics card and computer, or whatever, but they are able to render. Uh, more quickly being built on a game engine, but it's been very cool. Like I said, it's it's one of those things where make, that made me go, okay, maybe I need to find a simple story, you know, like a three minute piece or whatever, and try this again. It's, be fun. Instead of the full Jack Quasar, yeah, experience. the full Jack Quasar experience, which was going to be like a thirty minute to an hour long thing, <laughs> you know, you, you would be uh, you would be on Social Security by the time you got it. Well, it's not that far from me as we established last time. But uh, the other thing, too, is it's very hard to find uh, a lip syncing program, especially yeah. on the Mac. There's, there's stuff on PC that ha- that you can find, but uh, the Mac, is, and it's just not really there. So probably find a story that doesn't require a lot of talking. Or, or maybe people are in helmets, you know, yeah. <laughs> maybe a stormtrooper kind it, of thing. It could be the uh, Blade Runner director cut type of thing where you've got all this interior monologue. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it needs to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which I've never, I've never seen the interior monologue version. Of yeah, Blade that's Runner. the original theatrical release. That's yeah. my favorite version. Yeah, of it, but, gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, it uh, so my geek of the week is the fact that uh, CBS is now giving CBS All Access free for. Uh, a month, you actually don't even have to have the gift code. That oh, really? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you, first, they said you had to have some kind of. I think they said that John Luke Picard or Patrick Stewart rather was giving you this. Yeah, yeah. So you can sign Engage. up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can sign up for CBS All Access for for a month for free, which I did. Uh-huh. And I started watching Picard. Yeah. So how what, far into it? I just got the first episode that we were able to watch. Uh, I'm in episode four okay. right now. Have you seen, and then I'm going to hit discovery next. Have you watched discovery? I watched all of the, uh, most recent season. I watched the first few episodes, maybe that whatever was available online, or I think I got a trial and watched the first couple episodes. Uh, and and did care for it at first, but I really liked the season that had, uh, captain Pike come back and Spock come back, although he wasn't there much, but, uh, uh, I thought that was a really good season and it made me think, okay, I need to give this another shot because I heard a lot of people and Picard is kind of running the same thing. That initial episode or two takes a little bit of while, you know, it takes a, a minute or two to find its footing, but then it, it turns into the better story. Um, I, I've finding that to be true. Yeah. I I'm enjoying it and it's, um, it ain't no Gene Roddenberry, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Star Trek at all. No. Uh-uh. Uh, what, what's interesting, of course, obviously, I mean, you've got profanity. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's one scene where Picard comes in to ask something of Starfleet. And and you've got an admiral saying, you know, the blank and oda- blanking oda- audacity, not audacity, audacity that you have to walk in here. I'm like, oh. And he's saying it, really? Yeah, yeah. She, oh, she, it's she a she. Say, okay, she saying, she dropped an f bomb. Yeah, and I'm like, see, I don't. I mean, I know that's supposed to give it a more realistic feel or whatever, but I I don't know. That's uh, that, to me, that's not Star Trek. I, and I, I know I'm the prude. I'm an old the old man or whatever, and I I can understand that. Get off my holodeck. <laughs> get off my holodeck. Yeah, but uh, you know, I think you can find a way to write without that. You know, it, it, what's been really fascinating to me is. Um, this is really the first time you see almost a civilian side of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And um, it is not a Starfleet-based show. Yeah. Um, and it takes place 20 years after Next Generation. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, the, the Romulans are the primary plot point. The Romulan homeworld ends up being destroyed and that, that permeates everything through it. So, um, it's really good. The, 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 the cinematography is phenomenal. The yeah. effects are great. Uh, the story's pretty good. I'm waiting yeah. for the payoff. Yeah. The first episode I saw, I really liked. I know people thought it was slow, but I thought it was really good. I was, I was intrigued by the characters. It It's a little difficult for me to watch an aged uh, Patrick Stewart, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. And um, uh, he, he he delivers lines great, mm-hmm. but it, it's just... Yeah. I mean, and, and to his credit, at least he's, you know playing an aged he's not trying to play he's not an aged person trying to play somebody that's you know young and robust and doing a lot of stuff what i've seen so far anyway the um um i the only thing i've seen of any of the uh, next generation characters Mm -hmm. um there was a um uh, a cameo by brent spiner as data which was kind of cool yeah um, that's in the, I think it's in the first episode. You may have seen it in the first episode. Uh, yeah. I yeah. saw him in the first episode. Uh, yeah. So it, uh, I, it, he was the only one I think that was in the first episode. I haven't seen Troy or Riker yet. I don't no, think. Uh, I've, I'm confused because I've watched so many, uh, trailers and, you know, and scenes now that were not within the, in the first episode. I'm having a hard time rem- remembering what was where. So yeah. I yeah. But yeah. That's definitely something I'm going to sign up for and go watch and i'll reserve judgment on the profanity till i see it you know if it fits the character if it's there if it makes sense in the story that's fine i just so often find it a crutch for people who are saying oh we're making an adult drama and it's the same story we've just thrown in some profanity yeah that's (laughs) right that's right and so if that's the whole reason it's there then it, to me, it's not it's not a right call. It, it wasn't a gratuitous use. Yeah, I, I, so I'm probably okay with it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's it's interesting where Picard is in his place in, yeah. in the universe at that point. So um, it's it's well worth watching. Yeah. Um, and the way they use Hugh, who was the the Borg who was reclaimed right. way back. Yeah, I've in, heard that. Yeah, yeah, is pretty fascinating okay. too. So uh, now, are all the episodes out now? Yeah, the finale. I mean, what's what's the, the season length? It's either eight or ten. I can't okay. remember. So yeah, it's easy to watch. Yeah, easy to catch up on. Okay. Uh, the finale dropped yesterday, yeah. or yeah, I guess it was yesterday. Okay. So I'm probably going to do it this weekend. Yeah, and uh, so we need to do a uh, Picard uh, reaction. Yeah. Uh, okay. One of my cheating cousins, I'm talking to you, Mervin, said. You guys really need to watch Picard and tell us what you think about it. So yeah, okay. Well, Is it just our cousins and Jay's mom who yeah. listens to this? Yeah, I sent a, a thing in from one of my cousins, uh, Julie, yesterday, who listens to the show. And thanks again, Julie, who really liked our game episode that we yeah. aired last time. And I'm thinking, wow, it's great to hear from folks, and I, I do appreciate that. But it may just be, of course, you know, we've got a lot of family, so that's a good thing. But yeah, you know. yeah. But are my Amish cousins listening? That's uh, the question. Yeah. And should we get Mrs. Reed to watch Picard and then tell her, <laughs> tell us what she thinks? Wow, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't so. know. But you, but back to actually, uh, maybe, maybe we should get Mrs. Reed to replace Jay just on a regular basis. Oh, I bet you that would be fun. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. So, but you saw there's only two seasons of Discovery so far, right? That's what. Yeah, that's right. And uh, did you watch any of the Trek shorts, or did you uh, curtail your uh, experience? I know I watched at least one of them, but I didn't watch a whole lot of those. Yeah. So uh, Rebecca. Wrong. Remain status, yeah. Stamos, yeah. Uh, no, actually, she's not that anymore because she's married to uh, Jerry, the guy that was in Stand by Me, and I can't remember his name. Anyway, 
She's not stay. She's not married to John Stamos anymore. But she's number one, right? Which was played by Manuel Barrett, yes, uh, in the original yeah. pilot, right? Yeah. yeah, I would really like to see a Pike <laughs> series with that crew. He was good, wasn't he? I thought he was really good. You know, he was, uh, and I, and I hate that I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, he was in the Inhumans. You know, he played. Um, uh, Black Bolt and then he Oh, that's where I know him from. Yeah. yeah. And of course, had no speaking part in that. Yeah. And like I said, that was just a terrible show for anybody that, that happened did to you, see part of that. I saw like the first couple episodes and said, this is something I can't even get into. I'm wow. Sorry, I can't watch it. Um, and I may go back. It's on Disney Plus. Maybe go back and give another shot. But, but anyway, um, I really liked him as Pike. I thought the personality, uh, I thought it also brought uh, kind of an element of, uh, of some fun to the show that I'm not sure, at least in what I've seen, had seen of the original, of the first series, rather, uh, that hadn't been there. It was just, it took itself so seriously at first. Although I think that changed because they added some characters. I think uh, Harry Mudd shows up or Rain Wilson, or maybe it's uh, Cyrano Jones. I can't remember. No, no, it's, 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 it's Harry Mudd. It's, it's Harry Mudd. Okay. Rain Wilson plays Harry yeah, Mudd. Yeah. So I want to see that episode. I, I want to see the, uh, I only saw part of it, but I want to see the, the Trek short where number one in spot get, caught in the lift and she does the um uh she sings uh modern major general oh really like yeah. picard does yeah 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 that's hilarious so that would be that'd be fun to watch so. yeah uh, yeah and that's uh like i said we got a month of it right yeah yeah, yeah. See, I well i do because i signed up i mean but that's what the gift that's yeah, what the it's 30 days is. yeah yeah because i got a week before so that gave me just enough time to watch uh discovery second yeah. season at that point so i'll i'll go through and catch that yeah up. that's I'm good grab i think that. that's a good thing Excellent, excellent. So, uh, in Gage, we started that with the most famous Star Trek quote, probably. Uh, other make, than, it, make it so. Make it so. Uh, let's talk about and movie quotes. Wesley, get off the bridge. <laughs> Spock. Get the dude off the yeah. bridge. We could do Star Trek quotes. We could do Star yeah. Trek quotes. We could do Star Trek quotes that never happened. Like Jim, I'm a doctor, not a... <clears throat> Yeah, I've got, there's a, we shared that before. There's a website that has all those listed. Oh, I think we did. I think back when we first started. So, uh, all those years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Over a year ago. Wow. So, all right. Movie quotes. So what are your, uh, if I had to say art, I need five movie quotes. Yeah. And I, and as I mentioned before, when we were talking about this, I could probably do five from Casablanca. Uh, I did three from Casablanca and did uh, some from another, uh, things and, and, and there may be, some that are more popular than others, but these are the ones that came to me. So that's what I went. So how are you defining this? Are you defining as movie quotes that you come back to that you'll insert into random conversation? Or is this just what you think the most, uh, the most famous movie quotes Uh, of all time? It's really a little bit of, of things that, uh, certainly, you know, the ones that came to me first, they may be lines that defined either the movie or the character. Or, you know, kind of gave me a, a feeling from the movie. It's not something I ne- normally work in, into conversation, although that might happen sometimes. <laughs> All right. One of them is, here's looking at you, kid. I mean, that's uh, that's kind of, yeah. that's Casablanca. That's, uh, as Rick says to Elsa, Ilsa, uh, you know, and that's just kind of, that was actually a line that he... So Bogart was in Frozen? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so it's really unusual. Yeah. yeah. And he says, let it go, right after that. All right. And then, the, of course, the famous line at the end where he's talking to Claude Rains and says, Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That's right. That's yeah. And then uh, of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. Now, that's probably one that I'll work into conversation sometimes. I'll may change it for, you know, of all the, you know. All right. So let's move from Casablanca. Okay. All right. So Godfather, which, again, me and of those. I've only watched two thirds of it. Sorry. Right. 
Does that mean two movies? No, I mean it's two thirds of, of the of original, original movie. Fell asleep, then the virus happened. Okay, so okay. kind of like twenty eight days later. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you really need to watch the first two. I, anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've, I've got them queued up. But leave the gun, take the cannoli is the line from there. After Clemenzo what? says that to Rocco right after they've you're killed. not spoiling anything, are you? Uh, no, that's a that's a line that you know. I mean, I won't I won't tell you this is. I don't think I, I remember that line at okay. all. But that's not saying anything. Yeah, but it's something that they quote it in. Uh, and uh, you've got mail too. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. It's okay. just a kind of a uh, a line that that basically sums up the movie, you know. Uh, sure. Because it's like it, it speaks to the violence in the movie, but it, uh, Clemenza is bringing cannoli home, for, the cannolis home for his wife, who's asking him to pick some up. So it's like if you've seen The Godfather, you know what I'm talking about. But it's a great family movie. It is not to sit down with your family and watch. Yeah. But the family ties are just such an important part of it. They're, and of course, that betrayal that comes up later and all this kind oh, of stuff is good. Sh- yeah, everybody knows that. Come I on. don't know that. Come on, just Come on. hush. Okay, all right. And then Raiders of the Lost Ark is my last one. Uh, it's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, it's as the years as much as anything else. But I always thought that uh, rang particularly true. You know. So those are your top five. Have you got anything else? Those are the ones that just came to me as we started to do this. Uh, you know, Jake. It's, it's Chinatown. Jake is a is a great one. Just kind of sums Forget up the it, moment. Jake. Yeah. It's Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, within Casablanca, there's the one that's always misquoted. Play it again, Sam, which is never said in the movie. Yeah. You, know, you played it for her. You can play it for me. I, if she can stay, take it, I can take it. Play it, Sam. Um, I think that's, I've probably misquoted that. Uh, there's, I remember, uh, my sister and her husband, Phil, Susan and Phil Valentine listened or watched Casablanca. It's probably been 10 years ago now. I don't know that he had ever seen it. I don't know. sure that she'd ever seen it, but they were like, they, they, they got so tickled watching the movie because every line they that's felt right. like it was a cliche because every line is almost has been a quote you know this kind and, of stuff and this is where it happened first yeah yeah know. that's right i mean one of the lines i think you've quoted i know phil's quoted it or whatever you hate me don't you rick it's, you know, but, you know yeah. <laughs> enough to give you a second thought I, you know what might but, uh, just all those kind of things are great um oh becky had one that she wanted me to i was telling okay. her we were going to her one of her favorite lines hello is, becky is yippee Kaye. That was on mine. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I should have let you do yours yeah, first. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, but mine, mine's hard. a loose uh, confederation. Okay, of well, let's hear yours and then we'll make a we'll wrap up. So uh, one ping, one ping only. Yeah. Hunt for Red October. Uh-huh. Um, which I, I just I've always loved that line. I think yeah. that's such a great line. Yeah, and Sean Connor does a great job delivering. Yeah, he he plays a great Russian, doesn't he? He does a Scottish Russian. Yeah. So um, I love uh, if you build it, he will come. Yes, that's the quote. Not yeah. they will come. Yeah. So what movie? Uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yeah, because one of, another one of my favorite quotes, it's not so quotable, but, uh, hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? You know, uh, at the end, when yeah. it's, I mean, that just, I mean, it's all like, that just tears me up every time I see yeah. it. That's a wonderful movie. I need to revisit that one again. But yeah. yeah. But you're right. The, the quote is, if you build it, he will come. Yeah. And, um, and then... I'm your father, Luke. Yeah, as opposed to Luke, I'm your father. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, which is also James Earl Jones. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. A little symmetry there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Yippie Kaye, um, man, you made ping, me forget. Yippie Kaye, Ping, Luke, and uh, gosh, this is that build, build, yes. build. Yeah. What was my fifth that I came up with? Um. Oh man, I can't remember. I'll have to think on it. Yeah. Vamp, vamp for a second. Okay. So other ones, and then these are just coming to me. Princess Bride has a bunch of them. 
Inconceivable was yeah. my last one. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Inconceivable. That's, yeah. yeah. Inconceivable. You keep using the word. I, I don't I think, think you mean it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, hello. My yeah. name is Natoya. You killed my, my father. father. Prepared to die. I can't get my boys to watch The Princess Bride. Oh, again. my gosh. I think the title is what throws maybe young men off from yeah. it. But it is a fantastic movie. It's got everything. Well, so I've been picking movies for them to watch, and it, uh-huh. it's, it's been mid 90s stuff. So uh, I made them watch The Fugitive, and they loved yeah. it. David, my mm-hmm. oldest, loves Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when Harrison Ford's like, I didn't kill my wife, <laughs> uh, I don't care. That's another quotable right there. You know, I mean, and, uh-huh. and to me, that's the movie that made Tommy Lee Jones. You yeah, know, kinda, he, yeah, I think he, so. He stole that. What else did we watch? We watched Patriot Games. Yeah. And uh, they really like that. And, oh, man, I can't remember what else we watched that was really good. But I've been exposing them to mid-90s mm-hmm. um, movies. And uh, I made them watch Field of Dreams a few years ago. They weren't that interested in it. Yeah. Then, so we may pull it back out. Jaws is another one that has a lot. Of, you know, we're going to need a bigger boat. Going to need a bigger <laughs> boat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know that I've ever seen Jaws all the way through. Oh, you need to watch it. That's one you need to put on the big screen and watch. And it was one that I did not see in the theater mainly because I was you know, at the time I was kind of too scared to go see it. I'm all my friends did. And I wish I had seen it at the big screen. Sure. But it's become one of my favorite movies. I mean, just really, really, I mean, I w- we'll put it on and watch it. And it's one that I like to throw up, you know, projected on the big screen and watch that. But I love that. All those lines in that movie. It's really, really good to watch. To me, the iconic thing that is John Williams's. Well, theme. It, it, yeah. Again, we'll mention the blockbuster podcast. If you haven't watched that, <sighs> haven't what listened a, to that, go yeah. listen to it. What a phenomenal podcast. But Yeah. But I mean, and that's, there's a, apparently there's going to be a Broadway musical called Bruce that outlines, that tells all the problems they had in the, uh, in the making of the movie. Wow. But that is a, that's, that's a testament to how everything can go wrong in a movie and with the right cuts, with the right edits, and with certainly the right music, you can yeah. turn it into something that's just phenomenal. So my fifth, duh, use the force loop. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of use course. the force loop. Yeah. So I've got two Star now, Wars, you got three Casablancas. Yeah. So, uh. Uh, and of course we could do bunch. We could do a bunch well, of Star yeah. Wars. Basically, Toto, we're not in Kansas City City anymore. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's so many. Just kind of doing a little bit of research. There's so many best of quotes, quotes. out yeah. there. Thought so. about going with the wind too. There's several there, but yeah. You know. So, so we're gonna flash forward to the future, and we're gonna talk to Jay. Jay and I are gonna talk to get his five quotes. Okay. My segue to that is, as Jay is coming in, where we're going. We don't need roads. Where we're going, we don't need pharmacists. <laughs> oh, ouch. All right. What <laughs> okay. do you think? What do you think, Jay? Well, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, warn you that I may be throwing out, you know, throwing my man card in the trash. I just want to go ahead and get that out of the way. Well, uh, well, look, Art went like all Casablanca practically. So okay. <laughs> you, you weren't here when we recorded that. You you get to listen next week. Uh, but it's like all Casablanca. I'm like, really? You know, but this is the guy who loves, you know. All right. those 40s Christmas mo- movies, so, you know, it is what it is. All right, well, I'm going to start out with some that, um, like, Jerry Maguire had a couple that I think, and I, and I let me back up, let me backtrack a little bit, because I think part of my thinking in this subject was things that I really enjoy, but also things that I say a lot or things that, you know, if I think of movie quotes, I mean, I say this all the time. So, from Jerry Maguire, the, uh, the romance part is, you know, you complete me. Yeah. You know, that's something we've all so, adopted at one point or another, I'm sure. So, so not you had me at hello, but you complete me. 
Well, I knew there was something I missed, but I, the other one from Jerry Maguire was show, show me, me the, the money. money. I, I yeah. just I just made the boys watch Jerry Maguire a couple of nights ago as part of my 90s in quarantine uh, regimen. <laughs> and uh, I had forgotten. I mean, good movie. It's a Cameron Crowe movie, which I love Cameron Crowe. Um, but yeah, yeah, you got show me the money. You complete show me the me. money. You complete me. Yeah, you had me a hello as a classic guy. I should have yeah, I should have yeah. dug a little deeper on that. But then have you ever seen Notting Hill? I love Notting Hill, so I'm throwing okay. my man card away too. Okay, as well, so, so that that's something we watched. That's one of my favorite rom coms, and uh, but I'm going to surprise you a little bit. Of course, there is the classic quote where Julia Roberts is standing in front of Hugh Grant and I'm says, just a, "I'm just, I'm a, just girl a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love, love him. her." Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was there, but Spike, who was played by I'm, I'm going to butcher his name, Reese Ifans, uh, yeah, yeah, who yeah. played Lizard in Spider Man, yeah, that's right, Mister Lovegood and Harry Potter, yeah. At one point in the movie, he walks out the front door because he knows there's something going on out there, and he doesn't. He has just has his underwear on. Tight and he walks firm out the door, buttocks. But he says, "Chicks dick gray." <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but I quote that a lot. So that's one of my favorite. Wow, ones. wow, then, I love I so love then, Notting Hill. So, well, good. Well, then uh, last night we watched. We got around to watching Toy Story four. So I thought you cannot have a quote you know fast without saying to infinity and beyond that's something that uh you know we all know and i think that's probably there's probably more quotes from that but i think that's the one that comes up in every movie in some way or another at least in my in my short memory so yeah so there's that and then have you ever seen this is an old old movie i was looking through some stuff because i do write things quotes down from time to time um movie called equinox Equinox, 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 yeah. Equinox, yeah. Uh, Matt Modine. And uh, I'd written down a yeah. couple of things, and one of the things is, and then this is probably something you've heard from other people, but I wrote it down as a quote from him, never miss a good chance to shut up. I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> that's that's a good one. You can use that one. I'm sure there's opportunities uh, all day long. So we should <laughs> quote that at art, right? Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, Finding Forrester. You've seen Finding Forrester? I'm pulling some out of the woodwork here. Who was in Finding Forrester? Sean Connery. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to look it up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wiki it while you talk about it. Well, that was a, that's kind of an old one, too. And the reason I liked it is because he is an old kind of conversionally writer, and he's trying to – he ends up kind of you know mentoring a younger uh, black guy student that's uh, trying to be a writer. And uh, so a lot of it's about writing, and that's why it appeals to me. But one of the things he says that's really not necessarily – have to do with writings is the rest of those who have gone before us cannot steady the unrest of those who follow. So that's just kind of a deep thing. You'll have to go back and, um, I remember this, this had Matt, it had Matt Damon in it. It had Anna Paquin in it. Buster Rhymes was in it. Uh, F- finding Forrester, really? Yeah. F Murray. I Abram just remember Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. Rob Brown. Uh, he was the, uh, he was uh, Jamal Wallace, the, the protege who was trying to okay. find uh, Sean protege, Connery. That's the word. Uh, okay. William Forrester. Yeah, I remember this. This is what, 91, 90, no, 2000, Ooh, 2000. 2000. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. But then on, as far as writing goes, he says the first key to writing is to write, not to think. Yeah. So that's just part of the advice he gave. So that, that, I like that whole movie. I could have done a lot on those, but they're all basic writing stuff. And I think my favorite, I've got some more after this, but my when I think of quotes, my mind goes straight to Tombstone with uh kurt russell white art i've never, never seen i've oh. never seen tombstone i'm not a big i'm not a big western fan so i usually shy away from those well this one doc holiday is played by val kilmer yeah. and 
just about anything he says is quotable. But there's one point he's talking to Wyatt Earp, which I believe is Kevin Costner. And um, he says, there's no normal life, Wyatt. It's just life. Get on with it. And um, I love that. And then he says stuff and like, I'll be your Huckleberry. And uh, somebody says something to him and he responds, uh, nonsense. I have not yet begun to defile myself. So I I love the Doc Holliday quotes. Yeah, yeah. All right. You you need to watch that one, Western or not. You need to watch that. Yeah, I probably need to. So, and then probably the two movies that I can I can sit and watch and quote nearly the whole movie. You could probably guess one is Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. I I I threw in inconceivable, inconceivable, and um, when Miracle Max says half foreign storm in the castle. Oh yeah, that's right. Played by uh, Billy Crystal, right? Billy Crystal, and then uh, throughout the movie, hello. My, my name, name is Inigo Montoya. You, you killed, killed my father. father. Prepare, Prepare to die. die. Yes. Right. So I love that one. And then uh, also Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail. I can pretty much no one expects, speak the whole thing. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition? <laughs> no, that's not from... It's just a, yeah, I'm oh, not sure about that. Now, that's from that's from the actual Flying Circus. Now, tis but a flesh wound? It's just a flesh wound. And that, you know, it's really... <laughs> when you think about what's going on now around us, um, it would... The virus and everything, and then that part of that takes place during the plague. It kind of gets real. Ooh, yeah, uh, that's right. So, so my Princess Bride story is at my brother-in-law's rehearsal dinner. Um, so Bonnie and I had been married for I guess about a year or so, a year and a half at that point, and we're sitting at one of the, the tables up front, and uh, um, I, somebody was making a speech, and I say, "Love." True love. <laughs> and our entire table just burst out laughing. And everybody looks around at us and we were all sheepishly embarrassed. But it was really, really funny that, you know. What's a real connecting movie? Because you've got, I mean, the kids love it because this is, you know, it's an action story. But it it's so funny. It's just so, such a classic. And I don't think they ever intended it to be. I watched something recently where the cast kind of got together and we're just kind of flabbergasted, you know, in hindsight about what a what an amazing piece of the culture it had become. Boy, Rob Reiner just really was just a phenomenal director at the height of his um, yeah height of his art because you had you had Princess Bride, um, you had um, Harry Met Sally, Harry Met Sally, you had Spinal Tap, um, Misery. Didn't he direct Misery as well? Oh gosh, I don't know. That was cla- that was a big one though. He may have. I'm not sure. I'm looking things up. So, I can't remember. Um, also, in the the last one I had from Monty Python, I had is uh, I use it all the time. Help! Help! I'm being repressed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, Rob Reiner. Wow, Spinal Ch- Tap, Stand by Me. Uh, I forgot. Okay. He directed Stand by Me, Princess Bride. So hey, this is this is this is him from from '84. To uh, to ninety six. Wow, this is Spinal Tap in eighty four. The Sure Thing, which I don't remember. Um, Stand, I remember the name, but not the movie. Stand by Me in eighty six. Princess Bride in eighty seven. When Harry Met Sally in eighty nine. Wow. Ninety. A few good men. I mean, ninety misery. Ninety two. A few good men. Um, North in 1994, 1995, The American President, which is one of my favorite movies. Yes. Uh, written by Aaron Sorkin, which that the the leftover pieces, parts of that became The West Wing. Uh, now, was that from, what's his name, Klein? Was was he the, 
or was that uh, that that um, was uh, Michael Douglas? As Michael Douglas, that's yeah. right. I'm thinking and, about another presidential movie. And Martin Sheen was his chief of staff, and then in the West Wing, Martin Sheen became the president. Right. Um, okay. So yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, with uh, Annette Bening, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the American president in '95 goes to Mississippi in 1996. Boy, Ooh, you talk. I remember about, that one. <laughs> you talk about an incredible run of movies over 12 years. I mean, when did he have time to eat? I mean, good grief! That yeah. knowing how long it takes to make one, he never yeah. stopped. And this was before nonlinear editing. This was this is before a lot of our digital conveniences now. So. Um, yeah, Rob Reiner. We should do a Rob Reiner episode. Well, there'd be no no limit of things to talk about for well, sure. That, well, that's what we should do. We should highlight a director and just kind of jump into it. So, but uh, anyway, go. well, you doing okay, Jay? Haven't seen you in a little while. We'll wrap up with uh, doing well. Just hunkering and uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm hunkering when I'm home, but I'm still out. You know, being in the healthcare world, I'm still out there. We've just kind of tried to um, limit our contact and you know still take care of folks without, uh, you know, getting us sick. So, so far so good, but, um, it is a, it's a weird, weird world. And on that note, we will see you next week. Art, what did you think about Jay's? Oh, they were, uh, almost memorable. <laughs> wow. He's not even here. I'm I mean, sorry. yeah, it I'm is. It afraid is. Of, I'd be afraid to say it in front of his face. <laughs> I, that's why we've had to separate you. That's too. right. That's right. It's just, it's a little that's sad. Right. It makes my life a little bit more difficult, but we hope to make your life a lot easier, a little bit happier as we go through the, the virus times. We appreciate everybody downloading and listening. Uh, thanks to our friends at Podbean. And until next time, stay safe. <laughs>